Welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode. Uh, not, God bless. Scintillating. No, we're kind of tired of scintillating. What are we? Glamorous, lively. exciting, lively. Yeah. Um, it'll definitely be fun because we got a good guest this yep, episode. Definitely fun. Uh, another guy. Oh, God bless. I'm struggling with my words today. Welcome back to another episode of A Guide to Poor Parenting, a podcast where me, Jason. And me, Jennifer. Have a few drinks. And talk shit about our kids. And if you could, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Guide to Poor Parenting, all one word. Miss Jennifer, who we got over today? We got Miss Melissa. Woo! Yay. Hi, Melissa. Hello. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we met Miss Melissa at our sport group. So yep. we've kind of been. Uh, um, Going through the ranks of people that go to the adoptive parents support group. We got Aaron for our first interview. We got Melissa. We got Rachel coming. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, trying to, I try to get Teresa and uh, Alan. Alan, but I don't. They seemed a bit hesitant. And Alan, I can really understand. I can He's understand that single mom with like eight children. Yeah. <laughs> she out in Decatur. Yeah, she ain't coming nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> but um, hopefully, we'll get a few more. I think the there's a, a lady. I think she's a doctor anyway she we're trying to get her she's she said she was interested so we're trying to get them and then we're gonna try and if you melissa if you know anybody that might want to come okay. on yeah <laughs> you think randy might come on no <laughs> randy doesn't talk about stuff <laughs> well melissa jennifer what are we drinking today we are drinking an aldi's malbec that's right and Ms. melissa does not drink so now you said it you're not in recovery. It's just oh no, no it's yeah. just health issues, yeah, right? Right. Okay. Correct. <laughs> we were uh, walking around all these today. I was like, "What are we drinking?" Then Jeff was like, "Well, can she drink at all?" I was like, "No, I don't think so." So I was like, "I don't think she's like in recovery." <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I have other stuff going on. I can't handle it. So. And if you are in recovery, that was not a joke about you. Please yeah. don't get mad. Oh, <laughs> uh, so uh, what are you drinking, Miss Melissa? Diet Dr Pepper. <laughs> Low ice. <laughs> There you go. That good ice. <laughs> you were just telling us about it. You go there every day. <laughs> yeah, yes, I'm known there. Jennifer, what do you think about this Malbec? It's all right. It's not it's my bl- favorite Malbec it's ever. It's bland as hell. Yeah. Pardon my cousin. I hope you don't mind, Melissa, we're cousin, but yeah, this is some bland wine. Yeah, it's not the best, but what can you do? It was $5 yeah. from Aldi's. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I love me some Aldi's. Oh, yeah. Hit or misses, but when we get our drinks there, though. Do you, does Randy drink at all? No. No. Mm-mm. No, he just doesn't. He never has, and he just, he's not interested in it, so. So for our four listeners, Randy is uh, Miss Melissa's husband. He's not here. He's uh, he's wrangling tree branches with his sons. God love him, and God bless him. <laughs> he's going to need it. <laughs> now, how long have you and Mr. Randy been married? 20 years. We, 20 years. Yeah, we, um, we knew, my sister and his brother we're married. Are married. Okay. And then we met through them. And then uh, I had to wait for him to get out of college because I'm older than he is. Oh. And so waited around for a while. And then we kind of, we just dated four months and were engaged two weeks and got married. Wow. So and we made 20 years back in April. Wow. Well, you said you just turned 50, right? And just turned 50 last week. So how, so he would have been like 23, 24? He was 20, yeah. 24 when we got married and i was just a couple of months away from 30. okay it was this house for, for the first marriage for both mm-hmm. y'all wow mm-hmm. yeah how'd y'all meet so, through my sister just, oh, yeah just well and that. it's weird how they met <laughs> because i talked my sister into taking another job and moving 
And when she moved into this new job, she met their mother, and their mother hounded her for months to date, to her, date son? her son. <laughs> and my sister was like, I will go out with him one time if you promise to never mention him to me again. <laughs> and so she went out with him and then ended up marrying him, like, I don't know, seven, eight, nine months later. Wow. And when you know what you know, huh? That's right. I mean, yeah. Wait, so... You, she's married to Randy's brother? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. My, sister, my, my older sister married the oldest son, and I married the youngest son. Wow. So. That's Alabama. That's Alabama, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> At least they weren't cousins. No. They're, 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 no. Not, they're not marrying the relations. Yeah. It's just they're, they just wanted to keep... They like the mom so much, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> she's a good one. Yeah. My... my Mom's family is like that. There was like the Ramses and the Franklins, and they all intermarried. Oh, is so, that right? Yeah. So I know what you mean. Double cousins, I think, is what they're called. Right. Yep. Yeah. I, I've met one other couple, and this one was like, "Oh, my sister and I married uh, brothers. They divorced." <laughs> oh, I hope it's Susan and Mike, and not me. <laughs> so y'all got married at thirty. Did y'all start trying for a family like immediately? Yeah, pretty much we did, and um, we had three miscarriages. Oh, I'm so oh sorry. Pretty much right after each other, and uh, I have always, always wanted to adopt. I don't ever remember a time that that wasn't in my mind, even as a, a little kid. Oh well. I've always, for some reason, always wanted to adopt. Randy did not want to. Mm. He was completely and totally did not want to do it. He, he wanted was, his kid and exactly, nobody else's. Exactly. Okay. And so um, we went through all the things to, I didn't get as far as IVF because I, I'm one of those people, I'm quick to have enough yeah. of pretty much anything. Yeah. Well, I was say three <laughs> miscarriages would be yeah. quickly and enough. Yeah. We went, you know, we did fertility treatments and all this kind of stuff. And I, I was going by myself. Randy is an extremely private person. He does not talk. Very modest, very private. Yeah. And um, so I was... so different from you. So that's yeah. weird how you guys, like... Yeah. We, we are really opposites. Yeah. You know, I'm quick-tempered, and I hit it quick and yeah. hard. And he's real calm and laid back Aww. and patient. <laughs> and it's like, what's your come on? Sort of thing. But... Uh, so the doctor... And doctor's appointments to him are very... Private. Yeah. And he, so I went by myself oh, doing these things. That's got to be hard. And well, it got to be. And I finally told us like, look, I, you know, some people can go through years of that and yeah. I understand it. And if that's what you want, then mm-hmm. go for it. But that was not for me. And I finally told him if we're going to get continue, if I'm going to be some doctor science experiment, mm-hmm. you have to go with me to every single thing. Right. And he went with me, <laughs> y'all. The man had no idea what women go through at a doctor's. So when we went in, and I'm wearing a paper gown, and he's sitting there, and then my male doctor walks in, and Randy's going, hmm? (laughs) Wait a minute. And then, you know, then they bring out the stirrups. And my husband, y'all... White as a ghost? No color left. (laughs) None. I mean, and I'm telling you, he was sitting right here beside me. Yeah. And, you know, we did all the things and then we left and he's like i'm completely open to adoption if you want to stop this <laughs> oh my gosh. and that's 
That's what it took. He w- he was done when he saw what I was going through. He had no idea. He yeah. thought I was going in and either getting, getting a shot shots, or taking a pill yeah. or you know something like that. Yeah. He had no idea what was really going on, and um, even though he was told, yeah. but he had to see it right. to understand it. And then that way, we just decided he he was great with adoption. So you know, I start. I've had other friends who have adopted in different ways and. Um, he wanted to do like a infant adoption. A, yeah, he wanted to do infant, but he also wanted to do either a closed private adoption mm-hmm. or go overseas. Okay. And so that's where we started. And then, you know, when I don't know if y'all have ever looked into like a private adoption, but you no. basically have to make a um, binder, a binder of yourself yep. selling yourself yeah. to a family. Yep. Yeah. And so we did that, and he wasn't real thrilled about that. Private. Well, you're right. Yeah. Well, then we started looking into going overseas, and all my friends had all adopted from China. Mm-hmm. But being older, we were all older and older than Randy. He wasn't old enough to adopt from China. There was an age limit. Oh. So he, at the time that we were doing it, I don't know what it is now, but oh, he wow. had to be 30, and he was nowhere close. <laughs> you know? So, uh we started looking. He, uh, we decided on uh, Kazakhstan. Okay. And so that's where we were going to go. And then it turned into, and we started doing our home study and all that kind of stuff. And then the the people that we used for our home study asked us if we would be willing to foster until we got our referral. Okay. And you know we were fine with that, and that's how we got our first son. So first foster kid, wasn't even expecting to adopt him. Right. Got him, and you're like, okay, yeah. I'm in love. Yeah, well, well, when we got him. <laughs> Not so fast, Jennifer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I loved him. He was precious. I mean, I can think about the first time he walked into my house. And I had never, we had gone through the classes, and I had known people who had adopted and, that's, and heard their stories. But when... DHR called and they were like, we've got a child for you. And I had to go to a daycare to pick him up. Okay. I drove up to a daycare that I've never been to before. Got out of my car, told them who I was, and they brought me a four-year-old child with his first name only and said, here you go. Oh, my God. Take him home. He had no nothing with him. He had... No idea who I was. He was a four-year-old getting in the car with a woman he had never seen before to go home and to live. And y'all, it just hit me. Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, we got home and I called Randy, you know, because he works, he can't take his cell phone into work and Mm -hmm. he's not always available. So I called him and said, hey, we have a child. You need to come (laughs) home. And so I decided to go ahead and cook you know cook dinner Mm -hmm. instead of taking him somewhere else because then it started hitting me oh my gosh this child is with complete strangers i don't need to take him out somewhere else right so i started cooking dinner and um he needed a bath because he had been at um daycare all day and i ran him a bath and it's like he's being bathed by a complete stranger it's weird you know it's yeah it just it just things kept hitting me that i never had thought about right And how, did, just, how did he do? Like, was he, he did. Oh, he was. Our kids had all been shuffled around so much; oh, okay. it wasn't as big a deal to him as it was to you. as it was to me yeah. at the time. This was something completely foreign to me. I grew yeah. up with my two parents mm-hmm. that had been married 
forever since my mom was a teenager. Yeah. You know, I, all my brothers and sisters, we all had family, we all had aunts and uncles. If we needed somebody to watch us, it was family. Right. Yeah. You know, but he had been shuffled a lot. And this was not his first go round in foster care. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Uh, it's, it definitely is. But y'all, when he was sitting on my couch and he had been bathed and he was in his little pajamas <laughs> and I was cooking and he, I came around the corner and he kept smelling himself. And I'm like, is something wrong? He's like, no, I've just never smelled this good before. Oh. <laughs> so it's just one thing after another. And I didn't even know his last name. Oh, wow. I had no paperwork. I just went and picked him up. They gave me nothing. So if he, he went, something would have happened that night and you had to take him, you would have been. I would like, have just had to call DHR and say, I've, I got an yeah, issue with. Here's my. With Johnny here. Right. And I don't know anything else about him, but that he's four. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of scary. Oh, very scary. And then when we're sitting there talking to him, Randy comes home, we're eating and talking. We find out, he starts naming all these kids, and we're like, who's that? He's like, oh, my brothers and sisters. He was from a sibling group of nine. And we didn't find out till later that when they all came in, they took the list and tore it into three sections, handed it to three different social workers and said, place these kids. Oh, oh wow. So they were heart. just... You know, it's just so much that we had no idea about yeah. when we got into it. Did you know you were getting a four-year-old before you went and picked him up at the daycare? I was told I was getting a four-year-old and his three-year-old sister. This is how kind of crazy some of these things can get. We were supposed to get Mia at that time, too. Oh, wow. But another foster family was supposed to get one of the little girls. Mm-hmm. She came and saw both of them and said she wanted two, so they just gave her two. Oh, gosh. Then, and then we got the one. <sighs> so now, did just, you have the PJs for him since he didn't we have had anything? A couple or did little, you like just kind of get some things real quick? We and, had a couple little things just on hand because we had been told you might want to have a little you know, okay. something. So, um, so we had that, but no, I had to go and completely get everything he needed. Because yeah. he, he, had, he came to me with what he had on. That's it. That's it. No toothbrush, no anything. Nothing. Nothing. That's I'm glad sad. to see uh, DHR has improved their track record in oh, yeah, 15 I'm, years. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that was it a was lie, just by the way. such a crazy situation. <laughs> yeah. And it still, it still is when we go back and look at things and think about things. And we're friends with another family that has adopted three of the, the siblings. Oh. Okay. So we have six and they have three. And so. Um, so do you have the younger three or the. Or the older, younger six, or is it just dispersed? It's just dispersed. Okay. Um, we, and that's another thing I didn't realize, and I've always been really big into birth order. I think birth order is just fascinating because there's older child, middle child, younger child, the yep. personalities that come along with each. We totally screwed that up. <laughs> I mean, we got, like, the child, the, Marcel's our first, but he's not our oldest, and that has caused issues over the years because when he first came to us, he was the one and only. Mm-hmm. He was spoiled completely rotten because right. I had, you know, wanted I a baby wanted and a baby, a baby. Uh, forever. Yeah. And I got me one yeah. and he was amazing. And <laughs> I was going to make sure that he had everything and every opportunity. And I'm telling you, like I said, I come in hot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and so, um, that was something that we, Randy and I did not understand because we're close to our brothers and sisters. I talked to two of my siblings 
almost daily. Yeah. You know, and uh, and one I don't talk to as often, but he's a guy, and you don't yeah. call them as much as you know your sisters kind of thing. And um, we had told DHR that we would like to keep as many kids together as we could mm-hmm. because I just I was like, not only did they lose their parents yes. in their house, but they lost their siblings. Yeah, and that just that really was hard for us. So we told them that if anybody needed to be moved, because we're still planning on fostering and going overseas. Right. Uh, yeah, I was wondering where the Kazakhstan thing had right. been was. Because, so, I mean, our plan was, and, you know, of course, when you go to, with DHR, the plan is always, at the beginning, reunification. Yeah. So we were, he will go back. We're going to take care of him for this time. Well, then his sister needed a place. And she was six at the time, and we were like, "Great, he'll be so excited!" So we were surprised. We didn't tell him. Big mistake. Mm. We didn't tell him we were going to bring Jessica home. So we went. I went and picked her up while he was at uh, school daycare, and when we picked him up, and she was there, surprise, his entire countenance just dropped. Aww. Was he mad or just like? He, well, he had been the only, and now his older bossy sister's here. Well, so true. not only did he lose the only, he also lost being the oldest. Yeah, you know. So now he's going to start sharing, and and there have been some there there have been there's been a lot of jealousy and competition over the years. Yeah, because they they were taught to compete against each other, and they oh. had to compete for attention, and they had to compete for things, basic things that you know. Typically, you don't have to compete for They did. They had to. And so, and, you know, we had her a couple of months. We got him 4th of July, and we got her Labor Day. Okay. Wow. And then... um, Now, question. Was Jessica one of the the sisters with Mia? Was she... Okay, so there's three. There's... There's... Okay, let me see. It's boy, 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 girl, girl. Boy, girl, boy, boy, boy. Okay. Wow. And you have three of the girls. I have two girls. Oh, so you don't... Two girls, four boys. There's... um, I have to be really careful because I do not need to say any names. The way their family was divided up within itself is a lot kind of like mine. Mine growing up, we had the old, what they called the older three and the girls, mm. even though two of the older three were girls. But they were all born really close together. And then there was a five-year gap. I uh, gotcha. And then my younger sister and I were born like 16 months apart. So we were kind of like a combo deal. We were always treated basically as twins. Right. <laughs> You're the Irish twins. Right. Yeah, we were, we were just, you know, that's the way... That their their family was divided up that way. There okay. were the older three who were boys, and then starting with my Jessica, there was one a year for seven years. Okay. Wow! And the, yeah, and then there was a gap, and then my youngest was born. Okay, so the one you got, the girl you got right after, not Marcus, but Marcel. Uh, Marcel. Y'all don't have her anymore, right? She's twenty two. She'll be twenty three in November. She's out on her own. Oh, okay, but that's not Kim, that's not me or Jessica. That's just, just, oh, just okay. I was getting confused. Yeah, was, uh, like, we're, we're very confused. <laughs> we got them all out of order, and it just kind of really, I don't know, it was a lot. But, uh, but so, anyway, they, they decided during that, after we had gotten Jessica and some things had happened with DHR and, and the parent, 
they had decided to go for termination. No, they decided to t- send them back. They were going to send back the older three boys. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones were going to stay in foster care. And then they were going to give back three at a time. Okay. Or, you know, two or three at a time until she had all of them back. To a single mother who didn't have the resources, apparently. Right. Well, well, they were provide. DHR was providing um, rent assistance and classes and all the stuff, and she was going to her classes and doing great and all that kind of stuff. Quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So she, um, she was supposed to be getting the kids back. Okay. So that Christmas. Okay, we only had the two kids. Mm-hmm. That Christmas, they decided to send the three oldest boys back. They thought they decided to give her the older ones that didn't need so much care. Right. That they could, you know, do things on their own. It was the week of Christmas, like the 23rd. And DHR went to all the homes and got the boys and took them back to the house. And as they were unloading the car to put the boys back in the house, the landlord came up and said, absolutely not. Not another person's moving into this house. She's been evicted, and I couldn't get her out. Oh, oh wow. Oh. So right there at Christmas, which is another reason why we don't do Christmas at, on the 25th. Um, <laughs> you know, we oh do Christmas well early because Christmas was traumatic for well, yeah, three of them our oldest. Because, yeah. you know, we, we got one of those boys yeah. later on. Yeah. Did they... Um... Oh, I was going to ask, did they, uh, did the boys want to go back? The three oh, yeah, they absolutely wanted to Oh, they didn't? Okay, I wasn't mm-hmm. sure. Oh, no, everybody wanted to go back, they thought. Okay. And so, um, you know, and it was really hard because those boys were all in basically group homes because they were older. They were like 13, 12, and yeah. 10, yeah. probably. And they're going to go see their mom. They're, they're, they're moving excited. back the week they're gonna of Christmas. Go in. Yes, it's going to be awesome. And then they get there and like, turn around and have to go back to the group home. And they can't go back to the group home because their spots had already been filled. Oh, gosh. So then they had to go into emergency care oh, again. Yeah. And, I mean, it was a whole mess. Well, then that's when they decided, okay, we're going to terminate rights. That We're going to just go completely for it. So we're all waiting on a court date. You know how long that takes, months, oh, yeah. that sort of thing. That March, our Eli was born. She had been in court with another child on the day before Eli was born, and nobody knew she was expecting. What? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So um, our Eli was born, and then he was in the NIC unit for a month, and we brought him home. So then we had three. Well, then it's looking like, okay, they're going to terminate with this. Right. So we, we found out that to go overseas for an adoption you can't have any non-family members living in your home to go adopt overseas well foster children are considered non-family so we would have had to give the three back try to adopt and then try to get them back but then we were also told if they become eligible for adoption the foster parent that has them Mm -hmm. has first dibs Dibs, first dibs right And so we decided, we put a hold on our adoption so that we could, you know, keep the children that we already were raising and loving and and care for. So we stopped that, and then, you know, things never go as planned. (laughs) Was Mr. Randy in love with them by this point? Oh, absolutely. So you had a six, four, and a newborn at that point. Yeah. Well, sure, maybe seven, five. Well, no, that took a couple, yeah, it took a while. Yeah. Let's see, that was... 
Well, it was a year, so they were seven five and newborn. Yeah, seven okay. five, and then the newborn, <laughs> and then you know, and then you just couldn't resist anymore, so you kept taking them. <laughs> right, we kept we kept adding. Then we got Jordan, and he was eleven when we got him, and then like the month after we got him, Mia's adoption was was a disruption. Oh. And so hers fell through. Now, was she still with that other foster she, family she, with the two she girls? Had been, she had been with two foster parents okay. since then. Mm-hmm. And um, the second one, it, it just um, Didn't work. fell through. Gotcha. And so then that was her and another little one. Which is really hard on them kids to right. have an adoption disrupted. Right. Yeah. So we, um, we ended up getting Mia. We got Mia and the other family that we know got the other daughter. And so then they ended up with three, and then we had the five. And so we finally got, y'all remember we, there was an icky thing that happened with DHR and the kids, because we, that, that fall after we had had, we, you had four at that time? We had five. Oh, five. Five at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. And they went to court without us. They had told us, everyone had told us that court had been... Um, that's when they were going for the termination right. of rights. They told us that court had been postponed and not to go. Well, then our social worker showed up the afternoon that court was supposed to happen and told us, well, court did happen. And um, rights were terminated for the older nine because the parent and the social workers and the lawyers got together and had a deal that if she signed away the rights to the oldest nine, she could have a chance to get the 10th back, which was my Eli that we had had. Oh, no. Oh, From no. NICU that she, she had never raised. She had only ever had him in the hospital during NICU. NICU. And she had never had him at her house. And so that was the deal. Oh, my gosh. So then... Had they even informed you? Would you have been able to do anything about it, though? There was nothing. Foster parents have zero rights. Yeah. Zero rights. So, yeah. I mean, even if they hadn't told you about it, you would have just been like, well, nothing. Had I told, had they told me about court, I could have testified. Oh, you could have? Okay. Because there were definitely things that she should have been held accountable for that she wasn't. There oh, okay. were definitely, because I mean, I mean, we had to do things like, um, he, he was in a lot of physical therapy and occupational therapy and that kind of stuff. Well, of course, they give the parents the ability to go to those meetings as well. Right. So I was at occupational therapy and physical therapy with him and her mm-hmm. and whatever social worker, caseworker, whoever she brought with her. And there there were some definite things that happened at those that even the, the therapy places reported to DHR that nothing really was happening, like alcohol mm. and, you know, and things like that. And so we were completely devastated. So then we had to start, you know, we're having to tell... The kids, y'all aren't going back. You can't go on visits anymore. Rights have been terminated. You are no longer to see her again, but Eli's going to go. And at this point, how old is Eli? How long have you had him? About a year and a half, almost two. Okay, so he's almost two years old, walking, kind of talking, but have never really met Had never experienced anything else but me and Randy. Gotcha. Oh, and, and, you know, the other kid. oh, I'm telling you, when I tell you the, that's the, of all the things that I've gone through yeah. ever, that was the hardest, 
darkest time of my life. I don't ever want to go back. I, I really try really hard not to think about every bit of it because yeah. I almost destroyed myself. I mean, I, I really did. That's rough. And then yeah. you have all the animosity of the older kids knowing right. who she is and then getting mad at Eli. And he's only two years old. Right. And they're like, you know, why don't you get to go with mom and we don't. Why'd she want him to come visit? Why right. didn't she want me to come visit? Why'd right. she sign me? And see, yeah. we don't, we didn't tell our kids everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because we didn't feel that they could handle everything. Right. But other people... Uh, social workers <laughs> other I would we're tell just going to be so honest and it's like you just told an 11 year old that his mom gave him away so that she could get the other back right and that that's a problem right yeah so and then yeah we're still dealing with competition and jealousy yeah. you know well y'all made it yeah <laughs> you know so um they ended up taking Eli back uh the Monday, mm-hmm. taking him back and giving him back to his his birth mother, the Monday of Thanksgiving that year. Oh my god! Oh my god! I Wait, that now, was traumatic as hell now for you him. have a fucked so, up Thanksgiving, a fucked up Christmas. Yes, you just, <laughs> no yes. more holidays. And, and, you. Yes, and and during this time that Jessica had a birthday. Mm. And Mia's adoption was finalized. Oh gosh! So we're trying to celebrate her adoption missing one (laughs) you know it was it was awful when i tell it was it was absolute i mean horrible yeah was eli just a little wreck when dhr takes a child from your home you have no contact again was it how was he when he got back though he was not the child we sent we they took him at the end of november and maybe right around new year right just before new year's oh god too just before or, New Year's, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it was bad. It was long enough. It was way, way too long. Yeah. We got a call because um, I do think I I had had a therapist that was helping me work through everything, and she's like, look, you need to keep your name known at DHR. She's like, do not write them off. Y'all, I wrote letters weekly. I made phone calls. I, I was like, if he needs anything, you tell me. If he, whatever, you tell me. You know, yeah. we're, we're here. Is he back? Have you checked on? Yeah. I, I was a fly in their ear for two months. Right. I was driving myself crazy. I was, they was going to make sure they were going to go crazy right. with me. Right, You took my baby, so I don't right. want to mess with you all the time. <laughs> so we finally got a phone call from our social worker. She's like, well, he's back in foster care. Oh, Y'all, Jesus. I lost my crap right there. So what do you mean he's in foster care? If he's in foster care, I'm the foster he should be with me. They had taken him and put him with another foster family at Christmas oh. because they didn't want to hurt us in case he didn't stay. And I was like, "You'd," I was like, "Y'all didn't worry about hurting me before. You, I want him yeah. today." Yeah. And they were like, "Well, you can't get him today." So we got him back on January twelfth. Oh god! So he was gone from the week of Thanksgiving to January twelfth, and we got him back. And he's he was such a happy baby. He, he came back. He there were a lot of um, we were noticing a lot more delays and things. He had to be hospitalized. He was with her a couple of weeks before he had to be hospitalized. You know, he was a preemie. He and um, they were smoking and all this stuff and not getting him in. And it's cold and that's RSV season. And yeah. So he ended up having to be hospitalized, mm. and that's how he came back into foster care was through the hospital notifying. Goodness. 
and then we got him back and then we went from that was january we did not get a court date until september oh wow Wow. for tpr because we had to go through tpr then yeah so we went to court they tpr'd yeah right there just well they should have done that before not let her have Ten, the tenth out of the ninth, they should have just right. said, "You can't deal with these. We were not gonna let you deal with this one." Right. Ugh. Well, my thing is, is if you couldn't take care of older children who well, could feed themselves and do what, what makes you think they're gonna seriously a, a, fra- a medically fragile two year old? He's already in all these therapies. He's yeah. already at risk for all these other things. Yeah. And um, with the got TPR in September, and she appealed. Oh God. And we had to go through a whole nother year. It takes a full year for an appeal to go through Mm. and it to be and then it was finally upheld and during all of that no it was after that maybe we were waiting on that's so much to try to keep track so much i'm trying to remember i got a bill i got a bill in, in in the mail okay and it was from huntsville hospital and i had already had surgery earlier that yeah okay so this was February, I had had surgery. And then in July, I got another bill from Huntsville Hospital, $5,000. I don't owe them a penny. I've already dealt with insurance. Mm-hmm. So I've already paid everything. Everything's right. done. So I flip it over to look at the charges, and it's labor and delivery. And I'm going, She had an 11th? I've never been in labor and delivery in my life. She had gone into pre labor with. The baby, the, the, another one, the 11th one. The 11th one. Wow. And they had her name in my address, and I got the bill for that service. Oh, so I called DHR up. I was like, there's a baby. If he has, if they haven't been born, they're coming. Yeah. I said, I've got the bill. So they had to do some phone calls, and he was born like a week later, and we brought him home two days old. No, which one was that? That's Manny. That's my baby. Okay. That's the one you still have. Yeah, he's still at home. We still have two at home. We had six children, four on their own, two are still at home. Oh, my gosh. So, but I told them, I was like, when he's, I want him. Yeah. And they were like, are you sure? I was like, yes. But he didn't have to go through all that. She did not try for visitation. By that time, we got, Manny was born in August, and Eli's adoption was finalized in the beginning of November. Oh, wow. So then we, you know, we still had to go through a whole nother year of Manny still being a foster child, but we didn't have to do visitation. That's we didn't good. have to do, she, she kept saying she wanted it. We kept setting up ISPs and she mm-hmm. didn't show. And then there would be court and she wouldn't show. So, um, at our final court appearance, they were like, she's says that she's going to let go. And so they actually TPR'd him and didn't have him signed over, which was a lot better for us because there's enough, she could have appealed, but she couldn't change her mind. You know what I'm saying? With signing over, she couldn't change her mind, but she could have changed her mind, but she didn't. Does that make sense? Yeah. So was the root of a lot of her problems with drugs or or was it just? Neglect. Neglect, okay. Mm She just didn't know how to be a parent or didn't want to be. No, I, and the older the older boys all had had run-ins with the law and schools and things like that, so they were kind of known for that sort of thing. That's just sad. I mean, I don't like white privilege talking here, but it was like I think if I was a a woman and I'd had like nine children and I kept popping them out, I'd be like, could I get like 
an IUD or get my tubes tied well, or something? Well, <laughs> she had all that had been offered to her. And then when Eli, Eli was the only one that was not born naturally with C-section. Mm-hmm. And the hospital wanted to right then yeah. take care of it. Well, the state of Alabama does not allow a mother having just given birth to make a big decision like that. So they had her set up to come back a month later, which, you know, me and my selfishness, because I am a very selfish person, it's like, had they done that and taken care of that, we wouldn't have have Manny. Manny. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and when I think of that, it's like, ooh, I want to brat his head, but I don't want to be without him either. (laughs) You know? Definitely. So, um, but we don't know after that. Um, My husband, you know, I had already said uh, that he gets... He gets to enough a lot slower than I do. Mm-hmm. But when Manny's adoption was finalized, he was like, you take that license <laughs> and get rid of it. He's like, <laughs> like, tear it up, burn it, whatever it is you need to do. We will not go through this again. So he's done, done. Yeah. <laughs> no more Kazakhstan. Yeah. No more fostering. Yeah, no more. Because, I mean, I was really bad. I, I didn't mention this earlier, but I was really bad when he'd be at work and DHR would call me, hey, we got another one. It's like, bring them on. Uh, <laughs> so he would come home and there'd be another one at the dinner table. And then he'd come home and there'd be another one at the dinner table. You know, so he's like, mm-mm, you get rid of that license. We're done. Done, done, done. I think six is more yeah. than enough. Yes. And then for you guys to have six and for that other family to have three and for them to still all be together, I feel like that is that is the that is best that any family could hope for if this happens to them. Yeah. Because that's hard. A lot of times, like you said, the three, you know, ripped up three times and here, just get them homes. That usually just happens. Right. So for them, they, I know they probably don't appreciate it because they're kids, but... and young adults um but it's probably you know the best right now did the kids have like any animosity towards manny because he was like did never had to go visit bio mom or anything did did he ever bring up anything about not being able to see her if if they like talked about her they've talked about her and he about maybe two years ago he was like, I've never seen this person. Mm-hmm. I had not realized. We have pictures of her. Mm-hmm. And the kids have picture, a, a picture or two. Yeah. You know. Um, I just never thought that he had never seen. Yeah. And so we showed him a picture and he's like, yeah, no. And then that was it. <laughs> and he has not asked anymore. He hasn't... Um, he doesn't. He doesn't really have questions about. It. He's heard stories from the kids. Yeah. They don't talk about her a lot. I was about to say. I'm sure he's inherited their trauma, or at least part right. of it. Right. Yeah. And and that's yeah. You would think a lot of people think that he shouldn't have behaviors oh, and he God. shouldn't have um, the traumas. They, they think well, he's been with you since two days old. Yeah, that but he's been around his siblings who are all like that's what we crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we're constantly having to inform people. Yeah, you know, yeah. and and we will be forever. You know, no, he did not go through the same things he went through. He went through his own trauma. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I do believe even at two days old, yeah. it, uh, yeah. he he's not smelling that the same things. Yeah. The foods are different. Yeah. I'm different. My heartbeat's different. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. our, everything was different. Yes. That is a trauma to a baby. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree. And, um, you know, and then he's got to live with people that are addicted to substances or steal or constantly in trouble at school or fight and hide 
hide food. We've we've gone through all. If you name an issue that somebody from trauma could go through, we've gone through it yeah. because with the six. They all had different, some of the things were the same, mm-hmm. but a lot of the things were the same. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. Well, I can understand if you have to f- have, compete for food, you're going to hide the food so that you don't have to compete right. for it later. Yeah. If that's something that they have Yeah, to I mean, do. they've they've hidden food everywhere. Hidden food in places you go, no, why would you put food there? <laughs> you know, yeah. but it was a safe place yeah. for their food because nobody else was looking for food there. You know, so we, we've gone through that. We've And you can talk to your blue in the face. They're not going to believe you that they're always going to no. eat. Yeah. Even though they've done that ever since they've been with you. Right. They still oh. are like, in back of their mind, well, today could be the day. Right. Or tomorrow could be the day where she's going to not feed me and I need to have my, right. my stash. What's going to set somebody off right. that I don't get what I need? Right. And we, we ended up, you know, we, I believe in finding a good counselor that you can work with, that you trust. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of my policies is if somebody's going to go see a counselor, I go through counseling with that person first. Okay. I go, I let them get to know me. Mm-hmm. I get to know them because I want to know what my kid's going to be told. Right. You know, and you don't have to tell me what was said in the session. You don't have to tell me what you said. But I want to have that relationship that I know that I can trust this person to tell them something that I believe is true or I believe is right or good or yeah. beneficial. Right. And so um, I've been through a lot of counselors <laughs> over the years. But um, we actually had a counselor that, because the, the food thing was just driving me insane, finding it all over the house. And, you know, and they were like, before you go to bed, before the kids go to bed, go with them, let them pick out something that's appropriate for them to eat. You know, not Mountain Dew and Skittles, but something that they could have. Say, here it is. This is where we're going to put it. It's on the table. This is your container or whatever. You need something to eat during the night or you you come to this. You can have as much of this as you want. And y'all, that helped so much. Really? That's good. It really did. I'd be afraid of bugs. As, see, that's me. I have lived in places where bugs and things were a problem, and I just did not want that in my home, yeah. you know, again, yeah. as yeah. an adult. It, yeah. And uh, that way, you know, we had one kid break that rule, you know, like, here's here's your container. You can go to that. My oldest one night woke me up at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. He was dying. He was like, I, I feel I'm so sick. I feel horrible. I, I you know, I'm like, what is wrong? I get up and I take care of him and I'm up the rest of the night with him and I'm changing sheets because he's just spewed everywhere. Oh and then the next morning, I realized that he had eaten a Sam-sized box of oatmeal cream pies. Oh. I'm like, you don't get to wake me up at 3 o'clock in the morning because you're sick and dying from eating a Sam-sized container of oatmeal cream pies. That was not what was yeah. on the table for you. <laughs> that Come was on, not in your con- Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my goodness. Um, so how old was Brown, how old was he when he did that? Uh, probably about 12. Oh, it, yeah. was, it was pretty I early see on. Wesley do it, it was pretty early on. Well, you know, you go from having nothing at home to eat yeah. to, to having a Sam size container yeah. of oatmeal cream. I mean, come yeah. on, oatmeal yeah. cream pie. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't yeah. get much better than that. And, and you've like got an entire 36 count yeah. of <laughs> <laughs> however many in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, that makes me a little sick. Like, oh, he I was think sick even as like a dog. It's like too much for me. Yeah. I don't know how he stuffed it. Yeah. Oh. Food has been a big issue. I had another uh, child that I got a call from kindergarten teacher, and they were like, well, she's been stealing snacks. 
From other kids? From other kids at school. I don't know. She takes her own snacks. We buy snacks. Y'all, she was going, and a little girl had a Swiss rolls, mm-hmm. and she was going and threatening her and taking her food. And if you tell anybody, I'll beat you up. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Snacks have been a problem over yeah. the years. But, Goodness. Wow. But anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's learned behavior. Yeah. So she true. probably saw that. Yeah. Well, she's probably worried about her siblings eating her crap. <laughs> she's yeah. like, don't touch my shit. Right. <laughs> right. I'm in a class without any other siblings. Mm-hmm. Let me get what I want right. when yeah, I want it. Right we're now. all five. I yes. can really get yeah. my way here. I'm not low man on the totem <laughs> pole right. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> have you, uh, we've talked about this in the support group before, but uh, have you noticed that it's like the, with foster and adoptive parents, it's either like, it's either like Jennifer and I with one to two children or it's like seven. Yeah. Like you need a passenger van. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Cause I like, yeah. like you and there's like at least two others I can think of. And I have personal friends that have done foster adoption and have like seven children. And yeah. It's always, it always amazes me. It's like, there's very little middle ground. It's not like, Oh, we, we just, we splurged and got a third. It's like, no, we got 10. Yeah, right. <laughs> right <laughs> yes did randy ever be like where because it, you had such a big family or because they were all part of a big family did y'all ever um is that why you just felt compelled to keep going because you just wanted to make sure that kids were all together and taken we, care we of? just wanted them together you know my i come i'm the fourth of five and randy's the third of three I did not want a big family. I came from a big family. Uh. I did not want, and there's that, I love my family. I did not want that, because I can remember as a kid, everybody's like, oh, here come the kids, you know, there they are, you know. And I actually, people didn't know our names. They didn't know which one we were, Mm -hmm. you know, sort of Mm -hmm. thing. And I, I, I just wanted one, you know, maybe two, and be done with it. And Randy was always just like, no, I want six. I want to fill a minivan. Well, that's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> and then he told you to rip it up. And then he decided, yeah, that was not yeah, what I expected that to be. Yeah, I don't know if he would have stopped had we not had such a bad experience with Eli. I got I, you. I think he would have been, I think he would have had a farm and, you know, 10 yeah. kids had we not had such, but having such a bad experience with, with Eli. That that stopped. that did it. That put a yeah. stop to it. So once now that you only have two in the house, there's no oh, there's no going back. No, there's but there's not going to be any other pitter patters or any new kids come in. There, the older kids aren't be like, hey, look at take care of the grandbabies, yeah. please. Yeah, <laughs> well, no. that could happen. But I'm, yeah. I'm just asking, like fostering or yeah, no, 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 no we're done. done. We're done. we're okay. we're completely done. I I cannot imagine going back through I, I i'm not at a place i'm finally starting to learn to take care of myself because i stopped taking care of myself gotcha completely i y'all i had major health issues i didn't i mean i wasn't you know the epitome of health before right but with all of that i, I have major health issues gotcha. and um i i finally now in the past Four years, I would say, three or four years. Finally, starting to really take care of myself better, gotcha. and I feel like I would start undoing that I gotcha. if yeah. I went back. Yeah. Well, then let's not. Yeah, you, know. you can just play with grandbabies when yeah. they come. So <laughs> right, there you go. exactly. And and 
mm, we're not keeping this one. You take that one back with you. Right. Not, Absolutely. Nope. No, no overnights. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Nobody you stay stays. here with them while they're here, and then you go and take them with you. That's, that's the way we're running things. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Has your uh, what about your sister, the one that's uh, married to Randy's brother? Did they end up having like lots of kids? Too? They have three. Biological or do they adopt? Three biological. No, okay. we're the only ones that in our family that have adopted. We're, um, I have friends that have adopted, but Randy doesn't. Oh, okay. You know, he doesn't have a lot of friends. He says he has me. He doesn't need friends. Uh, pretty much all I can, I'm all he can handle. But uh, <laughs> It's a very straight man thing to say. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't need yeah. friends. I got my wife. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the way he feels. And uh, what's funny about my sister and I marrying brothers is their middle son looks like Randy and me. Oh. It's so odd. <laughs> it is, I mean, it is, it's like, okay, that's what our kids would have looked like because he just, uh, he's built like Randy and colored like me. Oh, that's and it's so funny. I mean, it's, it's just really weird yeah. to, to see, but, uh, yeah. I always wonder how, because, like, my family, my brother's adopted, so, like, uh, you know, it was obvious, not obvious, but it was, like, a, a logical step for me to want, and because we're a same-sex couple, it's like, we ain't going to have naturally, because it's either too expensive or or whatever, And but I always wondered how, like, um, you know, like, the straight nuclear families, like, how do y'all get there, because it's not always, it's either, like, oh, we know someone, or you don't, and yeah. I always wondered... I've tried to think back of, did I know anybody when I was a young child that was adopted? And I really don't remember. Do you know anybody that did foster? Oh, no. I had never heard of fostering until I was an adult. I lived in a really... I think I don't think I did either. I I lived in a really small place and everybody, you know... Maybe we just saw a TV show or was on Sesame Street one time about adopting and you're like, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. I don't know. But it's something I've always wanted to do. I mean, I can remember having conversations with friends in high school and college about, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I was like, I'll adopt. (laughs) But we've also talked about that I am a wimp. It could have been the whole pain thing. I mean, that's a legitimate (laughs) concern. I mean, but you already had pain with three miscarriages. Yes. That's that's more than enough pain for anybody in the world. Right. Absolutely. But, yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys... Didn't go to Kazakhstan after all, right. and now you got six babies that you have good and bad stories about. Yeah, right. There have been <laughs> absolutely amazing about. days, yeah. and absolutely. <laughs> but I say you're in the home stretch now because you yeah. just said that you're finally out completely out of elementary school. Yes. So Manny, Manny, right? Is Manny's he's junior, in high junior high and Eli's high school, yeah. and we're just. You know, I was thinking on the way here that we've got a couple more milestones to get through with Mm -hmm. each of them, but then that's going to be the last of that. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be the last of that. You can sell the minivan and... Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I've already downsized. We had, you know, before I had a Suburban, Mm -hmm. and then when Mia moved out, yeah, I downsized. I can only get so many. I can only get five people in the back of this one. I can't, you know, (laughs) and we're going smaller, smaller. That house is next. Oh, there you go. When when, uh, interest rates... Or where they should be. Mm-hmm. Oh, that house is gone. It's days. I've already started painting. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I'm doing yeah. a few you things at ready. a time so yeah. that when I'm ready to put that sign in the yard, there's nothing else for me yeah. to do. And yeah, and there's nothing Randy can say because you've already yeah. said it and you've already put it out there that you're going to do it. Right. Yes. <laughs> I've told Zane the same thing. It was like when Kalia and Justin get out of this house, I'm like, 
want a smaller house. I don't want to maintain a big house. Exactly. I, I'm right there with you. It's been an expensive summer with this house, and I don't want to do, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I, I want a smaller house, and I want to only have so many people that can get and in stay. it. Yep. So the ones that I have left, how are they doing now that they've launched? Launching has been difficult for every one of them. Yeah. I think that's true for just kids nowadays in general. But yeah. foster kids are their own special tornadoes of right. chaos. But. Yeah, I... I, I think they, I, th- I think from my experience and from my friends' experiences that have children about our kids' ages, their kids want to go, and they go. And then they come back? And then they come back, but it's different. Yeah. Ours, the, I think my friends' biological children feel that it's okay to go. Mm-hmm. It's okay to move out. And go to college or move out and start a job. Right. Because that's what you do. You move, get to a certain... And they go peacefully. Right. Ours do not go peacefully. It's not that we're trying to keep them Mm -hmm. or that we're throwing them out. They feel like they have to destroy the relationship to be able to go. They have to blow it up to be able to go. There has to be a reason that I have to get out of here to go. And it's like, no, there doesn't have... There doesn't have to be a reason. The reason is, is you're 18, 19, 20, right. and you're ready to take that step. That's that's well, fine. Yeah, that's we, we have not been able to get any of them to understand that yet. Hmm. They've all they've all left under... Duress. Yeah, right. Just a, a bad situation. <laughs> you know, good. it's like, could we just have somebody just say, you know what? Thank I've, you, I've, and goodbye. Yeah, and I'll see you, you know, <laughs> Sunday for dinner. <laughs> you know, yeah. that that's fine. It's okay to do that. Yeah. And that's what we, and we thought we had worked through that with the last one, and obviously we had it. Was that Mia? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We, Hopefully you'll save that one for story time, because that's a pretty good one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to. So, but, uh, yeah, if we could just get them to understand that it is natural. Maybe we just and start working on Eli right now. Oh, so oh we already have. We, we talk all the... Y'all know me. I talk. I loved, and I am talking. If we, I, I'm not going to hide anything. I'm going to yeah. talk about it. Yeah. And it's like, you, it's okay to go. 19, 20, whatever yeah. it is you want to go to school. It, go do that. That's okay. I didn't... We don't raise children to keep them up under us. Right. You know, we raise them to, to go and, and then come back and visit and right. then go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and... If we can, we're trying, we're, we're talking about it again already, even though he's only, you know, in the ninth grade, it might take me four years to get that point across. It so. might. I've been saying that to Kalia, like when, when you get to like 18, 19, you'll be in college, you won't be living with us no more. It'd be great. Right. <laughs> right. And it's it. okay. <laughs> you can go and come back and visit and then go again and then go. That's, right. that's okay. That's. That's what it's supposed to be. You can go raid my cupboards for your food. Leave, we'll get. We'll make sure we got back. oatmeal, raisin, yeah. cream pies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy you as a goodwill. There's 36 of them. Here you go. It's a goodbye present. Oh, that's funny. Well, I think this is a pretty good transition time. Yeah. We're already at like 55 minutes. Woo, so. look at us go. So for our nine listeners, if you have any fun, funny stories about your kids. Or if you need some bad parenting advice or have any ideas for topics. Please email us at guide to poor parenting at gmail.com. All one word. Miss mm-hmm. um, Mizzlis. No, that was a... 
That was bad English. Miss Melissa, I when we invited you over, I was like, tell me what you want. And she's, she kept insisting. She's like, I'll just bring something. She brought in a fabulous little charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. Uh, what'd you bring for us? Uh, let's see. It's some sharp cheddar and some mild cheddar, cherries and strawberries and almonds. They are yum, all, yum, and yum. Uh, sweet gherkins, right? Yes. Oh, yes. yeah. Sweet. Them cherries are the bomb. I yeah, mean, those cherries are some. really good. I haven't eaten most of them. <laughs> <laughs> They're Sam's. They're so good. <laughs> yes. Jason, we got to go to Sam's. Heck yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we've had our drink. We've had our snack time. Now it's story time. Melissa, do you have a good story time? I had said something about uh, Mia, but if you want to do something else or like one of the kids like, like poo on the wall or um, like stabbed someone else. That's fine. Oh, we've had we've had those things. <laughs> She's like, let me tell you how many times this has happened. Uh, but uh, yeah, I didn't even mention that when we got our first son, when we got Marcel to begin with. We had him only a couple of weeks, and we had two other foster kids move in. He was four. Oh. We had another four-year-old and another two-year-old. Oh. From, wow. they, they were brothers, but they were a private placement through mm-hmm. a private... Um, organization. Yeah, just a private organization that temporarily the, the, the children were placed into um, foster care so that the mother could get into a stable situation, get out of an abusive situation and get herself established. So they were never meant to stay. They were only, so we, when we first started, we went in big with two four-year-olds and a (laughs) two-year-old. You don't do anything by halves. Right, right. And the four two-year-olds were at breakfast one morning and one had a sausage patty and the other one on it. So he reached over to get that sausage patty, and he got stabbed in the hand <gasps> with a fork. Oh, my god! Did it break skin? I, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. My. And we were out of state oh because god. we had gone to take the kids home to visit our families. And so I'm out of state with foster kids that look nothing like me and a fork stab. Oh, god. <laughs> so we so got wait, it. was it Manny that stabbed the... No, oh, no. Oh, it was Marcel. Okay. Yeah, or Marcel stabbed another <laughs> little kid. And I was like, That's yeah, hilarious. I was like, look, dude, he's from a big sibling group. You do not take food off his plate. Nope. Do oh, not do that. God. I've threatened it. I don't think I've ever done it. Oh, I've no. threatened, like, you know, you don't put your hand near my plate. But, oh, Jonathan so stabbed him pretty good. I mean, he had four prongs or five prongs right across the back of his hand. It is hilarious. That, I mean, it's sad, but it's yeah. funny, too. <laughs> Where's your family at? Mississippi. Oh, okay. Dude, like when Jennifer and I got Wesley and Kalia, like they made a big deal. Like, uh, you do not take them out of state. You can let us know and we'll prove it, but you know, not take them out of state for the same way back then. Or? We had to actually back then. That was when Governor Riley was in office, and we had to turn in paperwork to DHR. DHR had to send it to the Capitol to get the governor to sign off on it, so what? they allow us to take oh. the kids out. Wow! Of state. wow. So they never like denied us. Hmm? You had to do like a year before so that it'll. Get no, it was there. It was about a month month before oh, you know wow but um yeah we had to have a governor's signature that said we could take <laughs> them out crazy. of state i mean dhr continuously amazes me it's like oh we're going to make sure the kids are taken care of but we're going to pay these social workers next to nothing right and overwork the hell out of them so they like can't do a good job and then we're gonna like leave the kids in awful foster families not that you are but you know i you just hear all these horror stories oh yeah like, oh our <sighs> kids when we got um our oldest the year we got him we were like his 11th placement 
Good lord. Wow. Just because it was he having a lot of behavioral problems. He was... he was a behavior problem, but he was also you know you don't always get the full story. Yes. You go, oh, I have a kid what? now. Oh, he's so yeah. great. Oh yeah, he you know destroys property or he's he's. Lighting. Set things on fire. <laughs> you know, that sort of he thing. He destroys bathrooms. Right, yeah. He killed the family pet. Well, my yeah. thing, the whole thing with that is that they kind of negotiated with Biomom and was like, hey, if you sign off on all these kids, we'll give you one free kind of thing. And it's, no, you're, you tell her, look, you haven't done what you're supposed to do. You're done. Right. Do, deuces. I'm out. Like, I don't understand how... How, how they could do that because that just I'm sure two months away and two different families because Eli had to go to that other foster family mm-hmm. that messed him up. Oh yeah, he, he I mean, def- he's already messed oh, up for being you know. Taken. He was. This might be too long of a story. He was. This kid has a memory that is crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he can, he cannot go somewhere for years. And then we'll pass by and he'll go, oh, I remember we went there and you ordered this and this was happened and that we talked about that. He's got a crazy memory. Must be nice. Even though he was only like two years old when this happened. Yeah. He can still remember some things? For the next couple of years. Because, see, they took him at Thanksgiving. Yeah. The next couple of years when they started, the stores would start putting out Christmas stuff, he would immediately get clingy and he would say, don't let me be lost for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cry. Aww. Don't let me be lost for Christmas. He oh. remembered it for years. Y'all, it's it's only been, a, it's been probably several years, but he has stopped doing that. But it took three, four, five Christmases of don't let me be lost for Christmas. Oh. He remembered it. His memory is insane. And he remembered that even as young as he was. Oh, that wow. breaks my heart. Yeah. Oh, I give my heart's been broken and ripped out. Mm. And, yeah. Many times. And glued back together and then broken again. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember in our training, they always warned us, like, be careful of holidays because it's triggering oh, for them kids. Yes. Yep. I don't think it's, it has been too bad for Clear Wesley. No, but, not really. Um, it, it's, holidays have been something else for us over the years. But you've had just lots of drama on yeah, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Right. Like, you know, mm-hmm. there's just been, it's not been all good times. Yeah. It's, yeah. So we do, we do surprise Christmas. Randy and I'll just decide, you know, oh, let's just go ahead and do Christmas. We usually do it right when the kids get out of school, mm-hmm. so that that way they have all their stuff the whole oh, time. And we also good. usually go to travel and see family. Well, I'm not packing all that mess in my truck, right? To, you know, take yeah. to another state. So um, what we've done, what's worked for us over the years, is when we decide we're going to do it, I type up a Santa Claus letter. And we stick it out in the mailbox, and the kids get it the next day, and it's Santa Claus saying, hey, I'm going to come see you tonight. You know, make Aww. sure everything's, you know, ready. Aww. And so, you know, they've had jealousy from kids at school going, um, why is Santa Claus coming to see y'all on a Friday? Right. And I, he's not coming to my house, and we just live next door. December so. 2nd, why is he coming so early? <laughs> right. Because so I got trauma. Because <laughs> I've gone through a bunch of crap to get yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> to serve yeah. an early Christmas present. Oh, yeah. good Lord. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming out, Melissa. It's been a blast. Did you have a good time? I did. I hope I didn't talk too much. No, no that's really. what a podcast is for. Yeah, that's I mean, what we're here for. I just hope I didn't take up too much time myself. No, 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 no. no. This is exactly what we, we, we. The whole idea of this is this podcast was we just wanted to get parents out here and talk to other parents because parenting is hard. Absolutely. Like I don't know. I, 
we Jennifer and I are always impressed by you. Yes. Oh no. Don't because you, because no. you like have done so much, and you yep. always seem so on top of everything. And Jennifer and I are just—I don't know about Jennifer. I just feel like an idiot. Like, oh no, 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 no! I feel like the worst mom in the world sometimes. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. No. So, I mean, the whole reason we did this podcast is just to like talk to other parents about their journeys and like how hard this is. Mm-hmm. So, we love we love hearing these stories and we love having people out. So you did yeah. great and thank you so much. And we and love eating your food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and thanks for all nine of our listeners to listening to another episode of A Guide to Poor Parenting. If you like our podcast, please give us a five-star rating on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you don't like our podcast, just like when our kids ask if they can mount their TVs to their ceiling. Tough shit. Go to bed. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, Melissa. Bye.